My name is Ben Greenfield, and on this episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Podcast. I was looking at a case study that was done in Rio de Janeiro. Brazil has one of the highest rates of toxoplasmosis. The more you look at it, you're more, the more you're like, wait a second, you know, who's really governing our thoughts? Who's governing our emotional capacity? Who is governing our ability to make the right decisions and not be so feverish with our decision making and the the toxoplasmosis story the parasites in your brain that's controlling your ability to to take really high risky behavior promiscuous behavior is directly related to that parasite faith family fitness health performance nutrition longevity ancestral living biohacking and a whole lot more. Welcome to the show. I'm asked a lot about what I sleep on. Well, I sleep on a sheet, a mattress, occasionally the floor, sometimes in a tent, but most often and most comfortably, I sleep on an Essentia mattress, Essentia, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A. Why? You may be wondering, do I sleep on such a mattress? Well, it's not just their Beyond Latex organic foam technology that really supports the body and optimizes sleep cycles, but they've built in allergen-free active cooling technology into these mattresses. They've got EMF blocking, meaning EMF radiation blocking technology built into the mattress. It's like the most upgraded memory foam you've ever slept on in your life. My wife swears by it as well. She just, when we travel to, I'll bring her to an amazing hotel and she'll be like, yeah, this is great, but I miss my bed because of our Essentia mattress. So basically Essentia and the founder of Essentia, Jack, has been on my podcast before. They just basically have crushed anything that would interrupt your sleep, including elimination of the EMF, activation of the cooling cycles elimination of any allergens, et cetera. And it's just a clean, comfortable sleeping surface. They're giving all of my listeners a hundred bucks off, hundred bucks off your mattress purchase. Here's how you go to my slash Ben Greenfield. That's my E S S E N T I a.com slash Ben Greenfield and use code Ben V I P. All right, so you probably are familiar with, with glutathione and the fact that supplementing with glutathione as a detox nutrient can be enormously beneficial. Problem is, glutathione, despite supporting your body's natural detoxification processes and even being known as the body's master antioxidant, isn't that bioavailable or absorbable in most delivery mechanisms. And let's face it, most of us aren't going to go out and get a glutathione IV every morning. So this company, Quicksilver Scientific, they made a liposomal product meaning you just squirt this glutathione under your tongue and hold it for like 30 to 60 seconds. It doesn't taste bad at all. Glutathione notoriously tastes bad. I've heard it even described as liquid dog farts. Mmm, yum. Not this stuff. It actually tastes really good. It has this kind of like citrusy, lemony flavor. And Quicksilver made this specifically for mercury detoxification, which is very good to know that it can help with heavy metals, but it's also an amazing general full body detoxification support for oxidative stress, for immune competence, even for longevity. So Quicksilver Scientific makes very well formulated compounds that are very bioavailable due to their liposomal technology. And all my listeners get 15% off anything from Quicksilver Scientific when you go to quicksilverscientific.com slash Ben, quicksilverscientific.com slash Ben and use code Greenfield15 for 15% off. 
Shervin Jafaria. I just want to say that before we even start today's show, just because uh, that is the name of today's podcast guest. And if I don't say that right off the bat, Shervin Jafaria, I'll probably uh, wind up mispronouncing it during the entire podcast. Although you're, Sher- you're Sher- close. Sher- Shervin. Shervin. Ah, Shervin. You know what? I, I almost went full redneck mode and just called you Chervin Jafariah. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, folks, all the show notes for everything that Shervin and I talk about are going to be at bengreenfieldlife.com slash parasite podcast. Why parasite podcast? Because I've been taking a deep dive into parasites lately. They're nasty little critters and a lot of people have parasites and they don't know it. Um, and they can cause a lot of issues. Like maybe you have insomnia and you think it's because your room isn't dark enough and not cold enough. And maybe it's instead intestinal parasites, which are kind of nasty to think about, but it's the case. And it can not only cause sleep issues, but GI issues, as you're probably not surprised by weight loss, chronic fatigue, anemia, joint pain, which, which kind of flies under the radar, I think, and a whole bunch of other issues. I've gotten parasites before. I've had to eradicate them. It's been incredibly difficult all the way stemming back to like races and nasty open water back in Thailand and other areas of Asia. Don't want to throw Asia under the bus, but that's where I've gotten parasites in the past. Although, as I'm sure Shervin will be able to share with us, you can also get it from your local sushi restaurant and a lot of other places. So anyways, in the past, I've I've always busted out things like, well, namely some kind of biofilm disruptor like uh, higher dose proteolytic enzymes and then oil of oregano as kind of like a a cheap or at least readily accessible hack for parasites. But I've been studying up on different ways to eradicate them because I get people coming to me all the time asking me about parasites. And Shervin happens to be a guy who knows a lot about this. And he also has a company called Symbiotica. They make a whole bunch of cool formulations, but one that they have is actually called Para-X. So we'll get into that on this podcast because it was first described, if you heard my podcast with Kyle Vanderleen, where we talked about this gut healing formula, Kyle was talking about how he'd taken a deep dive himself into parasites. And in all of his research, the number one formula that he had come across was this Para-X just because it worked on so many levels. So we'll talk a little bit about that, but just so you guys know, even though Shervin will get a chance to share his amazing story in, in health starting as a, as a child with us, uh, not only is he the founder of this company, Symbiotica, super innovative company with some really unique supplements, uh, but he also has his own podcast called Wake the Fake Up. Great title where he interviews athletes and doctors and scientists and and a lot of people kind of like I do. And uh, he's just been a lifelong student of health and wellness and has a really holistic approach to it all. So uh, Charvine, welcome to the show, man. Ben Greenfield. Did I pronounce that right? Um, yeah. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate all that you're doing in life. Um, I've been a fan of yours for probably about four or five years since uh, the Chexter, Paul Check introduced oh, yeah. me to you. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's always good to, to connect with souls that are fully in their passion, that are here to represent the truth and honor the truth, not just through intellectualism, by, but by full embodiment. And um, we're in a world right now where there's a lot of intellectualism. There's a lot of people that are telling people that they have it all wrong or this is the way that you have to do it. And um, for me, 
the way that we're going to get a society healthy, get a society connected to their spirit, connected to their faith, connected to their dharma, is by everybody stepping into their full power and becoming their own magician or their own master and really taking ownership of their life. That's truly, at the end of the day, what sovereignty is all about. And so I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. I'm stoked to collaborate with you and talk about all things health, life, mysticism, and uh, trials and tribulations, because telling the story is uh, how we get across uh, so much information to a wide variety of people that are coming from totally different worlds. So again, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, and, and itchy buttholes. <laughs> and itchy buttholes. Yeah, exactly. When it comes to parasites. Those, those, those darn eggs. <laughs> Those Any of you who, who've had a parasite, you, you, you caught that. Uh, and uh, speaking of buttholes, now, now that we're done blowing smoke up each other's butts, uh, let's let's uh, let's get in get into you. How'd you get into all this? I know your story goes way back, but I would I would love to dive in. We got time. Yeah. Okay. So itchy butthole aside, um, you know i i've I've just been you know basically i've i've been given the opportunity to experience a lot of uh, brilliant people over my life i don't know if that's uh you know some kind of karma or some kind of fate um but since i was a child i was uh mentored by many people that held a lot of wisdom in the fields of health and regenerative agriculture and it basically put me in on my path of uh going into waldorf education and from there biodynamic farming were, were you interested in this stuff when you were a kid? Like, did you get raised in a household that was like hippy dippy holistic or what'd that look like for you? It wasn't hippy dippy. It was more, uh, you know, my, my parents immigrated from Iran and my mother and her family uh, were big farmers in Iran. And they had that kind of that kind of perspective of understanding the soil and understanding what real food is. And they were shocked. Um when they immigrated to America and they knew from the jumpstart that whatever they were, whatever the, you know, the mainstream was selling here was not it. The standard American diet was not it. And so I had that pedigree at age three, four, five, six. And that's what, you know, directed them to putting me into the right educational programs uh, to get a true understanding of, you know, what this body needs to operate and function. And if you look back, that's more of a orthomolecular medicine perspective that, the lack of nutrients at the right timing and the right dosage leads to pathological disease. From there, I was I became a disciple, so to speak, or you know, I was mentored by my cousin David Wolf, who at that time was becoming a pretty hardcore raw foodist. Wait, do you say do you say David Wolf? You mean da David? Uh, what's he call himself? David, David, Avocado, David Wolf. Avocado Wolf. Is that his real middle name, by the way, Avocado? It's the it's his middle name that he took on at age 22 when he started planting copious amounts of avocado trees throughout San Diego County. <laughs> okay. That makes, I thought about calling myself Benjamin pomegranate Greenfield, but I wasn't quite sure how that, I guess I got to plant a whole bunch of pomegranate trees first. So you said he was your, he's your, he's your cousin. Do you mean kind of like brother from another mother or he's literally your cousin? He's literally my cousin. He's my oh. second cousin. He's my, he's my mother's, um, my mom and his mom are cousins, our first cousins. So he's my second cousin. Wow. Well, he's kind of an icon in the whole holistic health and nutrition movement. So that's kind of cool that you got to get mentored by him from what it sounds like at, at an early age. What would that look like in terms of how you worked with David? It was berserk, man. It was out of control. I mean, he was under um, the guidance of really epic teachers at that time. And he was proliferating into his soul's journey of becoming this, you know, 
world-renowned raw foodist that was bringing a level of intelligence and sophistication to our design and how we should go about our everyday. I was right in the middle of it at age nine. And so by the time I was 11, you know, he was teaching me, you know, David Icke books. You know, I was reading The Truth Shall Set You Free and The Children of the Matrix. So it wasn't so much geared around raw foodism. It was more just setting me up to seeing a lot of the manipulation that's going on out there. And and I don't want to deep dive into conspiracy and stuff like that. But at that age, being activated in in that type of realm, understanding the medical system, understanding the financial systems, the, you know, the U.S. foreign policy, all these different things that were going on at age 10 and 11, it really opened up my my mind and my spirit. Um, And it also made me a little bit militant in ways where I was, uh, you know, just under this 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 awareness that we might be being hijacked energetically and from there it went into you know this this lifelong journey of understanding our connection to the earth and understanding how we've lost that connection and how you know modern industrialization and the mechanistic material world and where we are today has basically extrapolated mankind from our stewardship of the earth and I think that is a an agency or a faculty that has been lost and is very, very much part of the reason why we are in the unfolding we are right now, where a lot of these systems that I, I just mentioned are collapsing in front of us. And we have this total le- leading our souls into escapism behavior where we're not really looking at anything. And um I, I saw that at an early age. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a unique perspective to have at ten years old. You you said your parents put you in the in the proper, I think you said like the proper or a different education program. But I, I can imagine it would still be a little bit weird being ten and having that kind of visual on what's going on in the world, uh, especially from a medical and a health standpoint. Were you just going to public school, uh, or were you in an alternative education model, or? You know, how how'd you kind of carve a path for yourself with that unique worldview you you were subjected to at an early age? Great question, you know, because I was an athlete. I was surfing every day. I grew up in La Jolla, California. My life was on the beach. Yet at the same time, I was being guided by these principles. It was a combination of public school and private extracurricular. I was going to a program called Gateways over every summer, which had an anthroposophical or a Waldorf touch. I also... Um, you know, was being educated by a few private anthroposophists at age 12 and 13. So I was getting a lot of the Rudolf Steiner pedigree at that age. Um, I went to bee lectures and was learning about bee farming and our connection to the cosmic bee at age 14. So these are steps that I was taking to prepare myself for whatever path I had ahead of me. And, um, it was, uh, it was a, you know, it was a tug of war because part of me as a kid, I just wanted to, you know, be a Laker fan and surf every day and play basketball and climb trees and go crazy with, you know, the neighborhood. And then another part of me was really connected to this, to the, the idealism and the awareness and the truth of everything's not what it represents to be. And that there is a, there's a veil that needs to be pierced in every area. And I was, becoming very skeptical of just life in in general. And what I was being taught at La Jolla High School was an abomination in my eyes. Like, what what is all this? What is this nonsense? And then I started realizing what state-sponsored schools are doing 
and not, you know, not that the school system or the people involved are necessarily evil, but there is a parasite in the system. There's an infection in the system. You know, children are not supposed to be sitting in a, in a chair at 7.30 a.m. learning social studies and going to class. Kids at age 10 and 11 should be out in the field learning things with their hands, developing those faculties, you know, learning how to associate communication with other kids, not having to have a third party regulate every, you know, breakdown, learning nonviolent communication. You know, I had I had trouble sitting in my desk. I remember that they were like, this kid, he's got he's got attention deficit disorder. He's got this. I just couldn't sit in a chair for six hours when I was 12. I wanted to go explore and do things. And a lot of the, a lot of the system was based on removing children's ability to grow and build intuition faculties again, which I feel like is another issue with what we're dealing with today in terms of what where the adults are in their programming. And so at, at the end of the day, it was a combination of really epic parents that allowed me to expand my consciousness, expand my awareness, didn't put me in a box, and then the tutelage of both Rudolf Steiner's practices and David Wolf that opened me up into a world of endless possibility while also being pretty angry at a system. I, I, I didn't have spirituality as the center point of my focus, like I do now, my connection to spirit. Um, it was more of, this is uh, almost a plight that I had to, I had to fight through and, and figure it out. And all the atrocities that were happening all around the world, I was really tuned into all that stuff, really connected with, with, you know, all the different things that are happening. I, I knew what had happened to my country, Iran, and what had happened with the, the policies that were, were laid over there. And so there was a lot of anger and resentment uh, as well, but that motivated me and that fueled my fire to want to learn and to get into TCM and Ayurveda. You know, I, I worked a lot with Ron Teagarden and, and spent time with him. I was fly on the wall over there and just understanding that our, our bodies, our connection, the health and wisdom, it, it's a lot more than an allopathic perspective. Who's, who's Ron Teagarden? He created Dragon Herbs. What's that? You familiar with Dragon? Dragon Herbs is a, is a pretty massive. TCM company based out of China and LA. Traditional Chinese medicine. That's correct. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's a he's an epic pioneer. He's considered a Taoist immortal, and um, you know it's it, it runs on that same chain of understanding. You know, human psyche is part of the the unfolding of your health and wellness. Epigenetics today, as you know, is explaining a lot of these things: the environmental factors, the emotional factor. The way that you do anything is how you do everything. All, all of those things are fundamental or paramount to how we evolve as beings in this life and how we make our decisions and how you know we're, we're front and center. My, my whole thing is outside of symbiotica, outside of this movement, outside of farming and regenerative agriculture and mineralization and hydration, all these things is you have to understand why these things are important. If you don't understand why they're important, then you're just taking orders. And if you're just taking orders, you're just cramming for a test and you're going to pass that test the next day. But two, three days later, you're going to forget everything. It's going to be all for nothing. And so if you really want to be focused, you know, like, like someone like yourself, right? I know how much time you put into this. You're not just sitting there just regurgitating. I, I some, actually, I, I have a, I have a Ben bot. I made it using you have a G, ben GPT you and go. advanced AI. I, I honestly just <laughs> lay around in bed and eat fried chicken, bro. That, well, that's another, see that right there, that, that th this whole GTP stuff, it's like it's it's 
taking the human faculty away from us. We're already living in artificial boxes. We're already getting, you know, all of our temperature controls, you know, done artificially. Our sleeping, our, you know, our addictions, all these things are proliferating because we don't have human agency to be in survival mode. There's no like ongoing hormesis that needs to be happening. And, and now we're having food delivered to our door through DoorDash. And now everybody's on these video games and gaming and do all, doing all these things. I know it's, it's, it's crazy. And I know that there's, there's comedy to it. But I, I, I see this through a lens that I was taught at an early age that all of this is coming on, coming on quickly. And there's a plan and there's an agenda here. This isn't all happening randomly. This isn't some like Skynet Terminator 2, like the AI is proliferating. No, there's a, there's a strategy here. That is, you know, I, I would say almost decimating mankind and turning us into a totally different, you know, level of consciousness where we have to be in survival mode and we have to feel like someone's coming to save us. And I don't mean in a Christ figure. I mean, like the government's going to save us or this doctor is going to save us or all these things that's weakening our potential. And if you're if you're in that state. You're definitely not doing the work. You're definitely not looking in the mirror. You're definitely not showing up for yourself. And you, you probably don't understand something called self-love because you, you're just not in a place to think you're worthy to go the extra mile to learn certain things. You don't have to have a PhD or have a, be in a lab coat to want to be able to understand the, you know, the theories of this world and where we are in this world and what, what your, your purpose is, why it's important to drink you know, specific types of water, why you shouldn't be bathing in tap municipal water, why pharmaceuticals aren't always the answer and, and why symptomology is leading you down a path you don't want to go down to. Th th these are common things. And, and probably people listening to this, they get this, right? They're, they're tuned into what you're offering and they're aware of, you know, these are things that are, are going to either take me on the track of momentum and and bring positivity to my life and bring health and happiness and vitality so I can reach peak potential and not just be trying to stay afloat. But there's a lot of people out there that this would go right through their head. They couldn't even probably comprehend the syllable I'm, I'm talking about right now because I've never even thought about these things. Yeah. And so I'm just on that wavelength where I'm not trying to tell anyone what to do. I'm just embodying it and practicing it myself because I'm the student. I'm forever the student. You're a student. And what, what works for us? Okay, this, this supplement might work for me because I've researched it. I've done my due diligence. It does X, Y, Z. This is what the case studies say on this peer-reviewed published studies. And I've tried it myself and I understand it. Okay, now this placebo and the real product is going to work because I understand it. My whole thing is we, we got to inspire people to believe that they're worth it, that this life is worth it. And it has to happen now. It, it can't be, okay, well, next year or whatever, you know, this, you know, everyone's stuck on this like cycle of this Gregorian calendar that's like loop and all these like this weekday, weekend, this holiday, holiday, all this stuff. It's like, no, your life is right now. This is it. You're in the present. And the distractions. All the distractions were, were at the highest level. Steiner, he predicted this. He said 100 years ago, he said 100 years from now, this was in Dornich, 1917. So 100 years from now, we are going to be in the most heightened level of materialism 
mechanistic materialism. And he called that the Aramonic impulse. Araman is a is actually a Persian demon okay. that fights, which is polarizing against the Ahura Mazda, the light. And he said there's going to be two, there's going to be two opposing forces. One is the Luciferic impulse, which is the bearer of light, the ego, the high spirituality, the you know, very religious undertones. And on the other end is the material density demon, the Aramonic, which comes in the form of science, which could be for, could be considered a new religion today in the form of scientism. Oh, yeah. And, and he said our Aramon could be government, it could be technocratic, it could be all these computers and these systems. But ultimately, what Araman stands for is that you're just flesh and bone. You're material. You're earthbound. There's no higher. There's no higher source. And we're and we're in the Aramanic impulse to the highest level right now. It's it's through the roof. And if we don't snap out of this illusion, we're going to enter something called the eighth sphere, which is what you see in a lot of movies. All these Armageddon movies, like the post-apocalypse stuff, right? Like it's a dystopian world. There's no actually no connection to nature. We've we've forgotten what we've forgotten, right? So we're completely we've lost all of our subtle energy forms and understanding what subtle energy is, and we're just in this this technology based survival mode. And that there's a cartoon called Wall-E, which explains like kind oh, of yeah. what I remember that one. <laughs> You remember that one, right? Yeah, the, the morbidly obese people in wheelchairs with with sippy cups and milkshakes and computers doing everything for them. That's it. Yeah. We're heading that direction. Believe it or not, that's the that's the direction we're we're heading. I mean, look at all the all the people online, all the, the the health people. They're all saying the same stuff. You know, it's like we're our metabolic diseases are out of control. You know, all of these things are falling apart. You know that you know this is happening, and these epigenetic traits can go both ways. They can go into you know a higher powered being, or it can go into a, a, a being that's falling apart, and anything in, in nature can trigger it, like a parasite or an infection or a spirochete or all these things, they lead you down these paths because your your system is not ready for it. And so Steiner says, these two opposing forces, they're just part of this realm. It's not to look at them as like the devil or anything like that. These are just en energies here. The Christ is finding balance right in that middle. That's that Christ where you uh, you understand you're, you're in this realm you understand you're a spiritual being, but you under, also understand that your body came with a set of instructions, has a physical undertone too. And it's finding that balance in your super sensible awareness, your conscious, your logic, but also being able to step out of the logic and think about things irrationally too. That's really how we find a center point and have a really nice go at this life and, 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 and be here and, and experience all the things, all the ups and downs and, and relationships and and being able to build on your on your experiences as opposed to keep running into the same wall over and over again, which seems to be a theme is that we have all these patterns and we have these default systems, but we're not learning from them and we're not using them as medicine. It's just continuing to do the same thing over and over for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So that in a nutshell, that's kind of where my my decision making is centered in and what I've experienced. And that's a, just a brief summary of who I am today and, and the way that I reflect out um, when I meet people and connect with people and the offerings that I have. In the summer. Who doesn't love the snowman from Frozen? Perhaps not my bastardized version of his voice, but he's pretty funny. He probably could have used some of this stuff called summer ready. 
Summer Ready is like eatable sunscreen. It's not actual sunscreen that you eat, but it's a supplement. It's got two important things that help to protect your skin from the sun. Nicotinamide and something called, brace yourself, polypodium leucotomus. So here's how this works. Polypodium is a fern from South America. You can't make this kind of stuff up. It has some of the most powerful antioxidant properties known to support your skin from within. That even rhymes. So polypodium strengthens your skin's ability to resist the harmful effects of free radical damage by boosting your internal immune defense mechanisms. And they specifically designed Summer Ready, not only with polypodium, but also nicotinamide to help to protect your body from sun exposure or sun damage. Meaning even if you forget to take it and you go out on the boat in the summer and you get a sunburn, you can get back. You can take this stuff and allow your body to heal more quickly. So who doesn't love that little anti-aging in a bottle? Summer Ready Skin dot com slash Ben. That's summer ready skin dot com slash Ben. And you can use code 25 Greenfield for 25% off at summer ready skin.com slash Ben. All right. So let's say you're, you're looking to elevate your skincare routine. And you, you may have heard that I do like this clay mask every week with some derma rolling and I smear all this crazy age reversal stuff onto my face because I, I just like to take good care of my face. What can I say? I'm not like hyper vain. I just I like to take care of my face. I like the glowing feel and the confidence that it gives me. And Alitura, A-L-I-T-U-R-A, run by my friend Andy Nilo, they have some of the best skin products that I've ever used. So their clay mask combines all these different minerals and herbs, clay, colostrum, you name it. You put this on, again, I use it once a week, and it detoxifies and revitalizes your skin, leaving your skin way smoother and more radiant. Then they have their gold serum. Each of my teenage sons is using this serum, and their skin is just amazing. They literally infuse this serum with 24-karat gold flakes to nourish and hydrate your skin, reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, gives you this super luminous complexion, and... Despite Alitura having a lot of other products, including my favorite fragrance known to humankind called Presence, that just smells amazing. My wife goes nuts when I spray it on, which is great. The Derma Roller. They have a Derma Roller. It's an innovative tool that has fine titanium needles that stimulate your skin, promote collagen production, and enhance the absorption of the different serums and creams, even their gold serum. Like you could put the derma roller on, roll up your face in upward motions, then put the gold serum on and get it way more absorbed into the skin. You can even do this stuff in your scalp. So with Alitura, you can indulge in this luxurious spa-like self-care routine at home, and their products are exceptional. Here's how to get 20% discount on Alitura. Go to alitura.com, A-L-I-T-U-R-A, alitura.com, and use code BG20 to get a 20% discount on any order from Alitura. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com, and use code BG20 to get an additional 20% off of any order. Have you ever heard of the book, The Art of War, by Sun Tzu? Well, it's not half bad. But there's something even better than wisdom from some old ancient Chinese philosopher, the fart of war. That's right. The fart of war is a brand new, hilarious, slightly odorous card game designed by me and my sons as a part of our first ever father-son gaming company, Fried Pickles Games. The Fart of War is an epic battle card game in which your slightly weak princess fart, armed with Indian food and a whey protein shake, can go to battle against the 
old man fart or the nuclear fart that have been disabled by potpourri or peppermint oil, complete with special action cards like blame it on the dog that lets you mask the identity of any fart that you have and plenty of other fun for the whole family and your friends for any party you're ever going to throw. It is a hilarious game and it's now available at fartofwar.com. My sons and I have been working tirelessly behind the scenes. We've hand illustrated and designed every single card and each card itself is a work of fart, art, work of art. Now, this game is absolutely, astoundingly, amazingly funny to play. You're going to be chuckling, snorting, and possibly even tooting as you go to battle against other players to see who can defeat the most farts over the course of this fun game that I designed because we play a lot of dinner games as a family to be learned in five minutes and played with a variety of ages, skill levels, abilities, and uh, odors. So anyways, fartofwar.com is where you can grab it. We're going to have all sorts of special perks for you, branded whoopee cushions, boxers, and briefs with your favorite fart character on the bootay, and even custom branded bathroom spray. That's right. It's all at fartofwar.com. Check it out. You brought it up a couple of times. So I got to ask you and what threatens to be possibly the most multi-syllabalic question I'll ask all day, but you mentioned Rudolf Steiner and anthroposophical medicine i think you, you said what what's what's anthroposophy so anthro is the is man sophia is the wisdom so it's it's the wisdom of learning what you are and and how we are living in these bodies and why we have an ego and where does the ego serve us where does the ego get out of hand what is a false ego why do we have to operate with love and why does love ultimately create health and wisdom and, and balance and attraction? It's, it's understanding our divine plan with our, with our mother earth and our cosmos. So the concept of biodynamic farming, if you look at biodynamics, everyone's like, oh, biodynamics, that's, that's just a, a very more that's a much more higher end version of, of organic farming that nothing could be further than the truth. Biodynamics is looking at the entire system in its, in, in its full entirety as one living, breathing organism versus looking at a farm as something to just produce and yield product at. Organic just means it doesn't have glyphosate or herbicides, larvicides, fungicides, insecticides, um, or other chemical compounds that are, are used to uh, either keep a depleting soil alive or keep you know, certain plants and, and fruit trees able to produce while they're withering away in their root systems. Biodynamics is a closed loop system where you're encouraging the soil to constantly get better and better and better. And you're, and you're putting together preparations, whether it's crystal preparation, herbal preparation, mineral preparation, vortex water preparations, and timing your farming based on our cosmos and our seasons and the star map that's in, above us and, it, and how it's rotating above us in connection with the waxing and waning of the moon. There's a whole mysticism to it. And Steiner, he didn't put that in, and he's operating through clairvoyance. This isn't material mechanistic science. He's actually in, in the Christ where he's in the balance of science and in the balance of mysticism. He didn't create biodynamics to, to yield the most 
high-end food in the world. That was, or nutrient-dense food, that was the side effect. Steiner created biodynamics to create the connection between man, woman, and earth, and children to earth to be the real stewards. It's actually the development faculty for a child to learn how to control and grow food, which is actually controlling and growing their future and making them pillars in the community. You compare a child, you compare a child that's been growing their own food and knows what it takes to grow healthy, nutritive food that feeds the family to a child that has no capacity because they were never given that opportunity and they're they're just stuck in another frame of consciousness. You can't compare the level of empathy that those two separate children have. And I don't I'm not calling anyone out per se, but the level of the love and empathy that's developed for a child that's doing the work that understands where this food comes from versus a child that wasn't given that opportunity is vastly different in my perspective, in my opinion. And so when we start when we start bringing children along this journey of building things with their hands and and operating with faculties that take hard work and take a level of love and interest, then we're putting ourselves and our generation and our world into a better position going into the future. Right now, we've been doing the exact opposite. 120 years ago, most of the food that we were eating, either we grew it or our neighbor grew it or our cousin grew it right in that same vicinity. Now, today, in the 21st century, I think the statistic is an eighth of a percentage point of people eating food today domestically in this country have any connection to that. That is, a, that is, that is the most insane stat line and it tells you where we are today as a society. Not only are we not, we're eating foods, GMO foods, hybridized foods, foods that are filled with so much stuff. We, we, we all know what that does, um, not only for our microbiome, but for our, our integrity as a human being. But what that, what that also tells me is that we're not stewarding the land anymore. We don't, we're, our love is not there to securing that. And by not embodying that as a species, as, a, as humanity, or as the stewards that we claim were the hierarchy of the, of the animal world, um, we are, we're, we're putting ourselves into a, a, a hole right now and backing ourselves against the wall. So th these are fundamentals. That's, that's an anthroposophical lens. Anthroposophy, is, uh, anthrop being an anthroposophist, it's not a religion. It's a cultivated inner science that's, that comes from a collection of all types of faiths and religions and mysticisms and all, all the sciences from the, from the past. And it's, um, it's a beautiful alchemy in my opinion. And it's something to look into if it's, if it interests you. So, so is biodynamic the same as permaculture? Uh, there's permaculture aspects of biodynamics. So within biodynamics, there is permacu permaculture concepts, but in totality, biodynamics is so much more than permaculture. Okay. Gotcha. So, so how'd you get interested in parasites? <laughs> yeah, it's um, but besides besides the, the the parasitic thoughts that you dictated that you encountered early in life. Well, I think that was part of it. You know that 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 was what was always intriguing to me because you know they make all these movies of you know the thing you know this thing that comes inside of you and it replicates you and it controls and governs your mind and, and governs your faculties. Wait, are you and, talking about Neuralink? <laughs> right. <laughs> Neur so Neuralink, 
is aramonic by nature. Okay? Yeah, I mean, it could be ar- arguably the aspects of it, for example, for perhaps helping a paraplegic to, you know, be able to have some restored function, I think could be admirable. Uh, but yeah, there, there's some certain transhumanistic tendencies and flavors to it that uh, that certainly make me concerned. Yeah, I, you know, you're you're right. There is the, the applications that are being sold in terms of science and in terms of helping us and also putting us in a position of protection and convenience. There's some things there that obviously we would we would bite if it was in the apple. But the, but we're playing with a Trojan horse here. You know, just like all forms of technology, just like the Internet of Eyes. I was on Paul Check's pod- podcast and we were talking about how there's billions of cameras now that are installed everywhere right now. And, yeah, I'm on and one right I'm not, now. I'm not, you're on one right now. Exactly. <laughs> and, and all the data capture and all of these things, it's what are, what are they doing with this? And um, and th- this, what we just went through over the last three, four years, you know, it's it, it was the most massive data capture of all time, and and it's con- con- continuing to happen. And so there, there are there are items with technology that have a potency that could be contributed to helping a lot of people. Absolutely, I'm not against technology. I just say I, I think for me, we got to be careful with how we're operating with it and who's the people that are behind it and what's the intention behind it. Yeah. I, I suppose, I suppose it could, there could be a corollary there again to parasites with the fact that some helminthic therapies, for example, can be beneficial. And despite being foreign to the human system or body in part, some benefits to say immune system modulation. But in fact, in that same family are other things that, you know, based on the list, list of Simpson symptoms I described earlier can wreak havoc on the body. So, you know, I, I don't know if you can, you can necessarily paint with a super broad brush and say, all technology is bad, or all parasites are bad, or all AI is bad. But you certainly need to proceed with with great wisdom and discernment, in my opinion. You're absolutely right. You just hit that right on the nail. You took the words out of my mouth. Certain things need to be integrated and have balance and understand the metrics of balance and are communal with your life. There are parasites and microorganisms and bacteria that are communal in the human body. I mean, we know now that most of our gut is non-mammalian. And so there are things that, that work that, that make us human. We're, all, we're, we're some of all the parts. And I think the same thing with, with, with looking at technology. I mean, look how amazing this is. You're in Washington. I'm on the, the beach in Southern California. We're able to have this epic conversation and be able to hopefully uh, pierce the hearts and minds of so many beautiful men and women that are going to be inspired and are, and are going to want to take ownership of their lives even further than what they're doing. You know, all these things are, you know, could be in a vacuum somehow, but, but at the end of the day, it's discernment and discernment is what's going to give us the, the best opportunity to make the best decisions without reaping the, the, the problems in the future. And so to, to speak on parasites, I, you know, I, th- there, there's a class of pathologies out there that, um, are well known. We all know arthrosclerotic disease, heart cardiovascular disease, and cancers, and metabolic diseases, and the whole diabetes train, and then from there, um, other different breakdowns in the body. And I've always just kept my eye on the co-infections and the viral loads, and all of these different things that are going on. And over the last 10, 15 years, I think it was the Lyme breakout. And um, the, all the H. pylori stuff, the, you know, the 
Helicobacter and all, all of these different things and, and Girardia. And it, it doesn't have to be some crazy infection uh, that you're picking up in the, in the jungles. It's just things that are here and the, and the sexually transmitted diseases. You start paying attention to all that and you start realizing that this is creating a massive load in the body. These things are, are, are eating up things in the body and they're pooping in the body. They're releasing ammonia. They're releasing all these different things that are triggering a inflammatory response that's not hormetic by nature, meaning you know you didn't sprain your ankle or it's acute. It's dysregulated immunological systems that are constantly on the go. And that's, that's, lo that's lowering our body's ability to stay healthy and to focus on things that it needs to be focusing on. It's dispersing NK cells throughout the body, natural killer cells, it's cytokine storms. It's, you know, it's causing tight junctions to collapse in the, in the gut permeability. It's gut permeability. It, you know, things are passing through. You can go on and on. And the more I started researching it and looking into it, I started seeing a correlation with mental problems, emotional problems. And it, it you just mean, became you mean a correlation between parasites and those problems. That's right. Okay. Yeah. One, one in particular could be toxoplasmosis. And I started, I looked at toxoplasma gonda, excuse me, it's toxoplasmosis in the body. And that's the, you know, it's considered the cat parasite. Are you familiar with toxoplasmosis? I know some crazy cat ladies. Does that count? <laughs> that certainly counts, right? We've all heard of the crazy cat lady. And so I, I was looking at a, um, uh, a case study that was done in Rio de Janeiro. Brazil has one of the highest rates of toxoplasmosis. And um, the more you look at it, you're more, the more you're like, wait a second, you know, who's really governing our thoughts? Who's governing our emotional capacity? Who is, you know, governing our ability to make the right decisions and not be so, um, you know, fervorish with our decision making? And uh, the, the toxoplasmosis story, the parasites in your brain that's controlling your ability to, to take really high risky behavior, promiscuous behavior is directly related to that parasite. Hmm. That, now that, that parasite by nature, and this is how it works with cats and rats, is that it, it distorts the rat to want to chase the cat so that the parasite goes back into the host. Now that's an intelligence. That's a, that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Some, that is crazy. And so you start thinking about Lyme and how the spirochetes work. And you start thinking about how all of these others, Girardia, tapeworms and ringworms, protozoa, all this stuff from raw fish, all these different all these different things, who's really controlling our world right now? And then you start thinking about the systems of our world. They're parasitic by nature. Everything's kind of running off some, someone's eating off someone someone's survival is off someone and then where's the energy exchange out there where's the balance you know it and it, it just started like coming together and, and me and david and a few other uh, dr patrick flanagan where i remember we were talking about this he's another mentor of mine we're all having these conversations and we're, we're you know we have a farm in uh, in hawaii a biodynamic farm and we spend oh, a lot of time which, which island we're in Kauai. Right? Oh, We're cool. Sure. I, I know, uh, I know uh, Doug Wolkon of, of Kauai Organic Pharmacy 
down there. I don't think they call it organic pharmacy. It's Kauai Pharmacy. He's been on a podcast before. I didn't know you guys had a farm down there too. That that's a that's yep. kind of an Eden esque location to to grow food. Doug's not two miles from me. Doug's one of oh, my wow. best buds. No way. Just on my oh. Dude, we just we just filmed the most epic podcast in Kauai on our lanai. Oh, have, the, have you had his cacao turmeric honey? Of course. I've oh had my it gosh, all, man. That stuff's like crack. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is crack. And and you know, Doug, he gets it. He sees it. Right, because he's from New York, man. He's a financial guy. That, yeah. That's his. That was that yeah, was his he, previous he told his whole story on my show. Okay, so you then you know, what, what if this entire system, and this isn't a sci-fi movie, but what if there's microbes that are unchecked in our body that are pushing us to behave a certain way and not letting us find a balance. Or sit in parasympathetic state. And that was a big deal for me. There's a really good book. I forgot the author. His name's, um, the name of the book is Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. You oh, yeah. That book? Robert Sapolsky. There it is. Yeah. The, as soon as I went through that book, I knew. I was like, ah, oh, okay, yeah. This is this is parasitic. You know, yeah, this is, there's paras, this is a parasite. And I was, I was just thinking at a whole, like, we don't have this proverbial, you know, lion chasing us behind our back, but we're dysregulated all the time. So our autonomic system is running like half cocked, like a chicken with its head cut off, just going berserk all the time. And our, our body, our mind, our soul is at a capacity that it could never rejuvenate. It could never find harmony. It's constantly in a state of stress. It's not just cortisol. It's adrenaline. It's other hormones. It's, it's our body, our body's in an inability to digest food and eliminate food. And it's showing up as rashes. It's showing up as candida. It's showing up as other staph infections. It's, it's, you know, oral health. That's another thing. I went on this deep dive. One of my best friends, she sits on the Symbiotica board. Her name is Dr. Valerie Cantor. She's one of the top biodentists in the world. She's, she's based out of Beverly Hills. But that, one of my Valerie best friends. Cantor? Valerie Cantor. She's okay. the best ever. She was, I just filmed with her down here at my house. It was me, her, Zach Bush, um, oh. a few other people. We went absolutely berserk on the concept that how many people have infections in their mouth? Hmm. What's in the cavitation, right? Like what I, we've examined cav cavitations and you find lime in there, but like Babesia stuff, you find all kinds of crazy, crazy microorganisms. And if they're in the, if they're in your cavitations under the tooth, then they're for sure circulating in your body. They're for sure getting into your brain, all of these things. Okay. So at the end of the day, I'm not trying to scare anyone, but here's the deal. We're, 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 we're in a world right now where you don't have to be living in the streets of India where sanitation regulation is out of control. It doesn't have to be in Mexico or it doesn't have to be in Indonesia. It's happening right here. It's happening hmm. in your Western pristine world. There is, There are many things that are running amok. And our whole thing is, yeah, you sh probably should be cleansing. You probably should be mineralized. You probably should be hydrated. I think most of the country is chronically dehydrated. Those are the cornerstones. You probably should be getting in front of the sun. You probably should be having a lot of movement, a lot of exercise, get the lymph, lymph system going. That's part of detoxification. Your breath is part of detoxification. Those are fundamental. 
but also there are things that we can now work with that lower the burden. Yeah, well, I, I want to ask you about that that for sure. But just real quick, sounds like kind of a vicious cycle that you're describing. Correct me if, if I'm misinterpreting you, but it sounds to me like this, you know, th- this fight and flight syndrome, sympathetic nervous system activation and the cells being in kind of a, a, a cell danger response syndrome, as Neil Nathan describes in his book, uh, Toxic, is something that could increase susceptibility to an infection. And then in a sort of vicious cycle, infection with deleterious parasites or damaging parasites would further accelerate or keep you in that cell danger response mode, thus decreasing your ability to be able to eradicate them or increasing your susceptibility to even future infections from the parasites. Is that kind of what you're saying? Bingo. That's okay. it. Your your immune system is has been withered down. It's being stretched. You're, you have you know, maybe for example, if you're, if you're going to war with someone, you want to make sure that you have one front. If you have two fronts, you're split. If you have a thousand fronts, forget about it. It's the same thing. Your, your, your sleep, your lack of digestion, your lack of cellular integrity, um, the combination of, you know, your inability to exhaust the body through movement and other things, they all become cascading effects. It's all a momentum that turns a gene on or turns a gene off. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have this throat issue. All of a sudden you have this crazy cough. All of a sudden your appendix bursts. They're, they're now looking at appendixes and finding they're filled with parasites. Oh, Every time they gross. take a, a yeah, just loaded with parasites. So they, this is adding fuel to the fire of rapid aging and accelerated aging and, and ultimately putting you in a position where, you're getting four or five colds a year. So it doesn't have to be a symptom of an itchy anus or a, you know some type of psoriasis or t- muscle twitching. Or, or a foot-long or, worm on your Instagram poop channel. That, or a foot, yeah, it's exactly. Or tape-long worm after you've you know, done a crazy master cleanse or whatever the hell you did, colonics and all that stuff, and all of a sudden all these worms are coming out of you. That's, that's all part of it. It could be that runny nose it could be that constant strep throat. It could be the, the the cough that just won't go away, that just keeps appearing every two, three months, or that seasonal sickness. That's not normal. We got to get out of this like mentality that you're supposed to be sick four or five times a year, three, four times a year, and it comes on like clockwork, and it's flu season, and this is this season. What are you talking about? What yeah. is this? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I want to talk about your approach to eradication, but but I actually have a couple of questions first. Like in terms of getting parasites, I mean, obviously, like kissing your cat or eating raw fish. I think people are familiar with that. But I'm just curious, like if there's ways that people contract parasites that they should be thinking about that they could do a better job guarding against. Like maybe I'm just a total hypochondriac, but like, for example, this is gross. I'm sorry, but like. When I pull down my pants and I go to the bathroom in like an airport or on an airplane, I always wonder, I'm like, well, if there's, you know, millions of parasites from other people's buttholes floating around in there and my butthole is like perched above there, you know, a foot or so. And occasionally the toilet does that stupid automatic flush thing and just circulates water and blasts it up, you know, towards your nether regions. Like, am I contracting parasites from that? You know, I don't I don't know what the answer is, I, I suspect may be. But I'm curious if there are ways that people are contracting parasites that they should be thinking about. You're spot on. I mean, that's that's certainly it. Like public restrooms are notorious for contracting all kinds of stuff. And 
you got to be careful, you know, because there it's just such a high traffic area of people that you have no idea what they're containing, what their lifestyles are, what they're going through, whatever it is. And those things in those, in those wet, damp, uh, no, no light, no, no air flowing areas like the airport and stuff like that are subject to some of the gnarliest, most disgusting things ever. Bro, so I'm, I'm going to make an anti-parasitic butt plug people can use when traveling. That that's not a bad idea. Let me <laughs> let me go let me go in on that with you. <laughs> the symbiotica uh, butt plug. We'll call it Ben Share. <laughs> <laughs> the para blocker. <laughs> para, para butt blocker. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, I think it's also just common sense. You know, I'm not one of these people that you know you're supposed to be using some kind of disinfectant on your hands 24 seven during that whole COVID stuff. Now, I, I that's kind of that has its cons as well, but just be, be present, you know, don't be like making out with someone you just met. You know what I mean? Like let's start there. Like you can't just go to like a, a, a party or a rave or a club or whatever it is. I don't care if it's around a bunch of spiritual enlightened conscious people. You have no idea what these things are happening. Or, or if your spouse just returned from some international trip and you're kissing them. I mean, like even something as simple as that, right? hundred percent, hundred percent. We got to operate with discernment. Um, we got to make sure that, you know, a lot of the fruits that we're eating, if they're being shipped from Mexico or Ecuador oh, yeah, or Central America, yeah, th- those, those could be riddled with certain things and, and, and certain meats as well. Like, you know, meats, if they're not properly cooked. Now I know a lot of us like, you know, I'm a qualitarian, I'm a flexitarian. That means I eat everything of the highest quality and integrity, but I also have to be very careful. You know, there's certain certain meats that hold other, uh, you know, parasites and bacteria that I don't want in my body. You know, I, yeah. I particularly don't eat any, I don't eat any pork. It's not a religious thing. Um, I just find that pork seems to have the most amount of toxins in it because of the amount of fat that they have. And as you know, yeah. where do, where do most toxins go? They go sit in the fat. You, you'd, you'd have pork if you came over to my house and had a bone in <laughs> pastured pork reverse sear chop. That's uh, my specialty with a little Dijon mustard and a vinegar deglaze. I but, might be open. Yeah. To that. But, but you know, my philosophy is that I'd love to hear your take on this. Like you're, you're going to get exposed to parasites, first of all. And so some of the detoxification that you recommended and that, that I certainly recommend things like regularly sweating movement of lymph fluid, uh, potentially even using some detoxification remedies. I know we'll, we'll talk a little bit here about your eradication protocol. I think that that's prudent just to basically keep things moving along, so to speak, and, and eradicate parasites as you live a life that's not necessarily confined to a clean, pristine bubble. But it kind of makes me think, because I brought up the idea of helminthic therapy, you know, and, and people even go so far as to, for immune system modulation purposes, I have... Uh, a few friends who do this. I went on a six-month protocol myself uh, just to kind of experiment with it. They'll use things like uh, uh, tapeworms and hookworms as beneficial organisms. Some people don't go that far, but they will still embrace the hygiene hypothesis idea that you let your kids around farm animals and you let them get dirty and play out in the dirt and perhaps you know eat some unwashed produce from the garden, etc., and that that can have some beneficial effects on modulation of the immune system. And so if someone is doing a bunch of cleansing and detoxification, or let's say like taking your, your product, like, like the Para-X, is there any concern there about wiping out the good guys, you know? 
our product was not meant to be a cleanse. It's a modulator. And that, and I say that because I agree with everything you just said. We're supposed to be exposed to things. We're not, I'm not into this whole thing where we're wiping anything out or we're disintegrating. These things are communal. They need to be communal. We just want to lower the burden and lower the load. So you're back in balance. I'm a big fan of throwing the kids out into the soil, getting them exposed to things, getting them around things. Absolutely. But there are points in our life, if we're not doing the fundamentals, that that exposure and other things that we contract become out of control. If somebody's got herpes, they contract Lyme, they have heavy metal toxicity, all of a sudden their body is a, is a breeding ground of all kinds of microbes. Those are the ones that are falling apart. Those are the ones that are having nervous breakdowns. My whole thing is we need, just need to bring it back to homeostasis. So Para-X was designed as a modulator, as a microbial modulator, not as a, a big destructionary force or this big wipeout cleanse where you're taking you know, 10 pounds of black walnut and 10 pounds of warm wood and just totally decimating. It was, it was designed specifically to lower the burden, modulate the system, and encourage balance in the body. So I want to make that okay. clear. It's not it's not a cleanse. Okay, at got all. it. Got it. That that makes sense. You know, like in the past, I've as I alluded to in the introduction, successfully used to break down some of the biofilm that I understand things like candida, yeast, fungus and parasites can kind of reside or or hide in. I've used proteolytic enzymes in higher doses combined with uh, herbal oil of oregano. What I mean by that is using things like Serapeptase, trypsin, comatrypsin, papain, bromelain, um, and, and the like. Uh, typically, higher dose in the morning and in the evening, and then at various intervals, like three to five times throughout the day, dosing with oregano based on the fact that parasites, to use a very simple explanation, kind of rear their ugly head based on some type of circadian or lunar moon phase rhythmicity. And therefore, with that approach, you're increasing the likelihood of eradicating them versus, say, just doing a glass of oil of oregano before you go to bed at night. Now, even though that's been kind of successful for me, I'm intrigued with this Para-X product. So I'd love for you to go into a little bit more detail about how it actually works and, and what's in it that's unique, because it seems like kind of a shotgun formula. I, I, I love your approach. Um, I do the same approach. I'm understanding how parasites reside in the body and their time system on our on our sky clock and understanding what the full moon means and biofilms, essentially, the intelligence behind gathering and building under a biofilm and, and creating a unique wall. So they're 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 basically they're they're living in cysts in the body, and it's the proteolytic enzymes that really help break through that. And so we have some of we have some of that behavior in our product with the luteolin and the artemisia in the product. So things like luteolin, luteolin and artemisia, which is like a wormwood extract, those are also biofilm disruptors? That's right. Okay. Yes. That's good to know. Yep. They're, they're biofilm disruptors. Also, the, um, the grapeseed extract works as a biofilm buster. Um, the ozone works as a biofilm disruptor. And so a combination of all of this, I, I, I look at Para-X as you know, the specific minerals needed to help modulate the immune system when it's under the attack of infections, also going into the herb world, also going into the atmosphere world with ozone, 
Also, we have a compound in there that you know shows up in the Bible, which is the main active phenoloic compound in propolis. Uh, probably the Old Testament somewhere in. I don't know. Yes. I'm, I'm displaying my lack of full biblical literacy by uh, <laughs> professing ignorance to where propolis appears in the Bible. I, I do know that oregano does, you know, cleanse me with hyssop is a, uh -huh. is a term used in the Bible. So that's that's yeah. one that I know is a, a biblical cleansing agent. But now I got to go back and look for propolis in my in my in my Bible reference manual. Let me see if I can find it for you. I'll okay. send it over to you. I'll, I'll, I know I'll honey's in there quite a bit, too. The benefits of honey are in the Bible uh, for both its medicinal and flavor enhancing properties. But I, I, I believe you. I just have to go find it now. It's really cool because my whole thing is we just need to contain nature and work with nature as opposed to try to you know fight around it. And nature does it perfect. Like why is propolis part of the beehive? Beehives, I mean, the bees, right? That's like everything in our reality is based on pollination. Our lives are pollinated. Our, our, our farms are pollinated. Nature is pollinated. The bees represent that which keeps us everything ongoing and stable. And it's propolis that, you know, it's all the different, you know, phenoloic compounds and terpenes that they pick up that builds the protection of the hive. You should see, I'll send you videos of the propolis we gather at our farm on the island. It's insane. Oh, so, so are you using ingredients from, from Hawaii as, as you put together this Para-X with your, your company, by the way, again, I know I mentioned in the introduction called Symbiotica is your supplements company that makes the Para-X, but... Are you actually sourcing from from some of these farms? We we source from some farms on the Big Island. Nothing from my own person, our, our own personal farm. It's just we don't have that type of production value. Yeah. It's just the, the the amount of that we have to produce for just doesn't make sense. sense. Okay. It's, more, it's more for our 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 own little trial and error and understanding nature and observing nature. We use the farm for direct observation purposes to see how nature uh -huh. works and see. How does the vanilla react to the cacao? Yeah, right. How, how does, how, it really is. And so um, I, I just when I when I first learned about caffeic acid phenethyl ester, and I, I advise you and everyone just go on a search engine, whatever search engine you you you, you use, and type in caffeic acid phenethyl ester. You're going to see peer-reviewed published studies on every major disease out there, from parasites to uh, cardiovascular disease to MS to HIV, wow. all kinds of stuff. This stuff is so powerful and it's what nature uses to keep the fungus and mold out and the beetles and all that stuff to, that, from attacking the hive. It's unbelievable. So we have that in there. I don't know any other company that's really working with this compound the way we are. So Parax was, was really designed to mitigate the damage. It wasn't designed to nuke anyone. It was to create balance. And it was a combination of putting together all these compounds together in kind of a extended release form. So they make its way into the gut. So it's a combination of minerals. And it's a combination of very powerful compounds like andrographolide, which is the Indian echinacea, which is one of the strongest bitters in the world. It has so many antiviral, antimicrobial effects. Uh, we co-complex that with curcumin. Um, so curcuminoids, those two in combination have a synergy outside of their own uh, individual power. We have allegic acid, which is a very popular flavonoid, which has very, very powerful effects, especially on biofilms as well. We have bicaline and bicalin, which are two forms of skullcap, luteolin, caffeic acid. Those right there make up the main active compounds along with the minerals. Then they sit in a lipid oil matrix. And that lipid oil matrix is made of organic thyme oil, 
monolaurin. I think everyone knows what monolaurin is. Uh, comes from coconut. Uh, uh, clove, uh, oregano, thyme, whole olive fruit. All of these are the oil that these beads sit in. And we run it through a triple ozone pass so that now that oil is ozonated. And ozone, ozone is, you know, it's how our atmosphere cleans everything. It's unstable oxygen. I'm sure you work with ozone a lot. Yeah, it's, it's kind, of, kind of like an oil change for the body. And, and honestly, you know, I, uh, I'll even occasionally use uh, ozone uh, suppositories, like ozone oil suppositories. And they, they seem to have a, a very powerful cleansing effect. And, you know, anything that's delivered via the rectal capillaries, even though I know it makes some people shy, it can, uh, it can have pretty good systemic delivery to the blood and therefore kind of simulate what you might be looking for from like an ozone IV, you know, in the same way that using like an NAD patch, say transdermally on the inner thigh can simulate what you might be looking for from an NAD IV. So I, I'm certainly not opposed to the, to the rectal delivery methods. And that, that's actually something I was going to ask you. And if you've got some other ingredients you want to share, feel free, but just a quick interruption here. I, I assume this is an oral product, correct? It, correct. It okay. is, uh, it has been designed and created for oral use. And, and could it be used as a suppository? And the reason I ask is, you know, back, not, not to kick the anal itching piece to death, but it, it seems to me that if parasites wind up, especially in the lower ends of that large intestine, uh, you know, setting up house that perhaps you could dose in both ends with greater efficacy. Yeah, I, I think you're on to something. I'd have to probably check with my general counsel to see how I can answer that question. <laughs> you, you, can, you can just say experiment for yourself and see what happens, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, a, a, everyone has the right to do whatever they want to do. I'm a big fan of anything rectum related in terms of health. And that's the, the depository. That's how you get stuff into the bloodstream. That's how you get stuff up that track. Um, you know, ozone insufflation and all the other things, enemas. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of coffee enemas if it's done properly and not going haywire very once in a while. Um, all of these things are part of being human. There are things beyond the mouth, you know, na nasal insufflation for things like glutathione or yes. nootropics such as peptides like C-Max or, uh, you know, uh, my wife will sometimes do ozone vaginal insufflation for a UTI or uh, uh, vaginal probiotics for uh, for the same reason, for the for a good flora, for good vulval flora, and then of course the the rectal delivery mechanism for a wide variety of needs. I, I think sometimes people just kind of get stuck on the oral bandwagon, but but you got more holes, folks. I can't think of a good use for the ears, uh, but you know I, I would say remain open minded. Uh, in this case, literally and figuratively, these kind of ideas. I love it. I, I love where you're going. I'm glad that you and your wife are on that trip. You know, ozone is is powerful it's it's nature you know it's three oxygen atoms bonded together you know it's heavy right and that's why it disintegrates you know things that don't belong in the body you know like parasites and bacteria and other things and it boosts the immune system almost immediately i mean white blood cells are basically you know they respond to areas where you know, ozone knows where to go in the body. It's reducing the inflammatory response in a good way. And it's ultimately, it's enhancing detoxification and improving circulation in that process. And I, I think today with where we're at, it's almost more important to approach our, our health and our life with understanding proper daily detoxification, 
just as important as our nutrition. They kind of go hand in hand. And whatever you, you know, and that, that goes down for cancers, infections, autoimmune disorders, cardiovascular disease, chronic pain, fatigue, infertility, migraines, neurodegenerative disorder, disorders, skin conditions, all of those things. Um, you know, at, at the core of it, we just need to have our fundamentals in place. And I like what you're doing. I'd love to try some of the peptides that you're doing and, and stuff like that. I've, I've done some cool stuff. Who's the, who's the guy that you, you, you've hung out with? I've, I've met him through a couple of my friends a couple of times. Uh, Dr. Matt, what's his last oh, name? Do, do, Dr. Matt Cook. He's great. He's, a, he's out of San Jose and he has, I have an upcoming podcast with him that I just got back from recording down there at his office. It's interesting you bring him up because he said, well, Ben, you know, ozone's great. And he does ozone plasmapheresis at his clinic, for yep. example, but he said oral and or rectal use of ozone, if done excessively, can in a way nuke the biome. So you do want to be careful. Uh, not using something like this excessively or perhaps using it sparingly and then using it as a treatment for something like a short-term infection or for parasite eradication. But, you know, don't be sticking ozone oil up your butt every day and, you know, taking a handful of ozonated olive oil capsules because that's not so great for the biome. Right. And and that's why, you know, we're, we're talking about a dosage form that kind of fits the narrative ex of exactly what you're saying. We're, we're talking about micro, micro amounts this isn't, you know, big dosage levels. The ozone is 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 just an added little force um, that really inspires uh, detoxification in those pathways. You know, when when people are dosing with Para X, have you had anybody do like? Well, this, this is a two part question. Before, after testing, and then based on that, you know, kind of in the same way that multiple exposures to whatever parasite eradication herbal protocol you might be using could be necessary to actually get rid of the parasites based on their rhythmicity. Uh, is there something to be said for uh, testing when it comes to testing multiple times? Or, you know, for example, I, I use the three-day Genova Diagnostics a stool mm -hmm. test, which tests for parasites, yeast, fungus, et cetera, but it involves three days in a row of stool collections based on the idea that you might not get a clear picture of what's going on in the gut, including what's going on with parasites with just one single bowel movement. Uh, so do you, do you have a preferred testing protocol and have you had anyone test with Para-X to see the before and after results from a parasitic infection? We're, we're doing that right now as we speak. You know, that's all, that's all right now in the works. I'm doing it for myself as well. What, what test are you using? I'm using the Viome test. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's more of a, more of a biome test. They, they do look at inflammatory markers and I think, I, they, they use a different technology than Genova Diagnostics. I'm not sure if they're using a predictive model for parasites based on inflammation and bacterial production, or if they're measuring parasites specifically. Um, you know, I, I think best case is you do both. You do something like a Genova Diagnostics, so you get parasites, yeast, fungus, et cetera, measured in the actual stool. And then you do something like a Viome, even though I, I haven't looked at their test protocol for about a year now. They might have advanced it uh, for the microbiome piece. And that way you can get a look at both the genetics of your gut and then the practical nitty gritty of what you're actually pooping out. I think you're absolutely right. And I, I might have to order that myself. So the Genova, it's, it's checking if I, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, it's checking for, you know, inflammatory response, right? So, so they're doing parasites, they're doing yeast, they're doing all those different testing. Yeah. Exactly. Not not just the biome, not just uh, immunoglobulin markers, but it's it's pretty soup to nuts. I, I think one of the 
the better parasite, yeast, fungus, inflammation, bacterial balance tests out there. Although unlike Viome, it does not give you a full biome result of your gut, which allows for things like uh, specificity of food and supplement choices, et cetera, in the same way that you might do with a genetic test to look at, you know, your predisposition to inflammation from saturated fat or, you know, diabetic complications from high carbohydrate intake or something like that. I think that's a fantastic idea. Any Anytime where you could uh, understand parasitology on a higher level and test for all these microscopics and stuff like that. I'm curious to see how they test for these organisms. I'm assuming it's some type of, you know, PCR test, right? Some type of polymerase test. I'm going to look into that um, to see how they can actually, you know, see if there's Giardia in there or what, whatever it is that they're testing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to contact them. But that's a great idea because a lot of people, you know, they're they're walking around with, for example, H. pylori, um, and they have no idea why they're having these symptoms, and they're chasing everything under the rug and lifting everything under the rug, and they can't figure it out. And so, to be able to document these things and to see the growth or the lack or or the the, the removal or mitigation of this is going to be very powerful in a telltale story. The, the Parax was was put together based on detailed research of what these compounds do individually. And so now we have this massive collection of, you know, I didn't even go over another 50% of the, of the product. We have this, we have this massive collection. And so I, I'm, I'm really hyped to see it. All I know right now, anecdotally is people are having profound effects and profound remarks and they're feeling a lot better. They're feeling a lot more present. They're feeling a lot more relaxed. They went through an initial wave energetically. So have I through the process. Um, and they're out on the other side of it feeling really good. So do you take it, uh, multiple times per day? I'm spreading. Yeah, I'm spreading it out. Um, it's three capsules a day for three weeks. Okay. Um, to, to take a week off, I'm spreading it out three times a day I take it on the rise. I take it early afternoon and I take it uh, right after my dinner. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm yep. super curious to try, you know, you and I have been discussing, you know, full disclosure to my listeners. I haven't used it yet. Uh, but I do gut testing typically three to four times a year. And uh, it's quite common about once every couple of years for me to show a parasite on my test. And I'm, I'm going to compare this to my proteolytic and oregano protocol to see how well it works and how it agrees with me. But I would say if anyone is looking to eradicate parasites and kind of wants a done for you solution, this one looks pretty good. And I'll, I'll, I'll try it myself and, and let my listeners know what uh what the results are and whether or not i get explosive diarrhea i suppose um so I, i'm gonna i'm gonna link to it if you go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash parasite podcast uh Sherveen and i will probably work on some kind of a discount code or something i can throw in there for you um Sherveen, anything else that you want to share with folks regarding regarding parasites para x or anything related to to parasite eradication either uh mental or or physical parasites yeah, no, I think this was an awesome first conversation for us. Uh, I'm glad we we got into the rectal itching on the first conversation. That's uh, that's just kind of very, very good icebreaker. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's a journey. You know, the the cleansing and all of these things, whether you're taking a allopathic approach or an Ayurvedic approach, or you know, using herbs and stuff like that. You just got to find your sweet spot and you don't want to be in a state of lack or fear 
going into this process. You know, this is um, this is just another part of your life's destiny is to, to help create balance in your body. And I, I don't, I'm not trying to get spiritual all the time, but there's a there's a bigger picture here to look at this. And if you're approaching things in a state of fear, that's why I don't like to push the, the fear agenda and say, oh, this, these things are destroying you and you're, you know, you're turning off all the major systems in your body and your rapid aging is on ahead of you and all this stuff. I don't, I don't like to do that. I just want to speak in the truth so people can take the discernment and see if this is something that's going to work for them. And uh, they're going to have, um, they're going to be able to find balance in their life. And, and also what are you eating all day long? And what are you, what are you feeling your body with? You know, where are your, where are your desires coming from? Th these are things that you want to start sitting with as you start going down this process, because you're now going to be able to create an opportunity for you to really become sovereign and take ownership of your decision-making. Um, I'm a, also practicing Rosicrucianist, which is a, a Gnostic, you know, way of approaching your life and i was just having this conversation earlier today with a good friend of mine is that you know before i go to sleep every night i really review my my day i review all the things that happen throughout my day i review how i reacted to certain things what things you know may, may, maybe triggered me what things made me want to kind of escape out of that whole confrontation or that experience and the way we eat the way we react to foods the way we're eliminating um you know, if we're constipated, if we're not moving, if we're not exhausting, all these things are going to really show up in these moments. And you, this is a time to reflect on those things, to really get into the nitty gritty of your lifestyle. And you can, in a snap of your fingers, you can change all the story and rewrite your entire script. It's just going to take a little bit of guts and, and a little bit of movement and some courage. And so I'm, I believe in everybody. I believe everybody has that willpower. And we're, we've never had a moment in our time where that, was, that willpower was more important than now. We need all hands on deck. Um, this is it. We're, we're, we're at the eclipse of everything. And I'm here for it, man. So again, I appreciate people like you that are pushing um, the truth and are investigating and um, not leaving it for someone else to, to dictate our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I appreciate you sharing your wisdom, man. And I, I should also note that what I'll do for those of you who were confused by our conversation about testing, you know, with, with Viome versus something like uh, the, the Genova test, just so you know, as, as Shervin alluded to, it's using quantitative PCR for the GI map tests that I alluded to. But then the Viome test uses like a genomics evaluation. It's called metatranscriptomics. And that tests what the bacteria are making. It's detecting the RNA of the microbes. So one is basically giving you dietary recommendations based on your microbial genomics. And then the other is actually testing actual presence of parasites, yeast, fungus, et cetera. But another former podcast guest of mine, Lucy Mailing, has a comprehensive guide to stool and microbiome testing that I think is fantastic. So I'm going to throw that in the show notes for anyone. And I'll, I'll toss it over your direction too, Shervin, to take a look at because it's it's super helpful in terms of digging through the confusion by all these different tests out there. If you're listening in and you want to actually test for parasites before you turn to something like Para-X as a solution for it. And then like I mentioned, I'll link to Para-X as well as everything else that Shervin and I mentioned. We, we didn't even get into the nitty gritty of his company, Symbiotica, and their kind of unique forms of liposomal delivery that they use. But you might have some fun surfing around his site as well. And again, I'll, I'll try and get you guys a code that you can use over there. Um, and you're going to have to say hi to, to David Avocado Wolf for me, Shervin. I haven't talked with him forever. I, I think the last time I saw him, we were at a 
I was with uh, Rick Rubin and a few other kind of carnivore paleo guys at a steakhouse and we were all punishing giant cuts of bone and ribeye. And I think David was eating a bowl of broccoli and I felt kind of bad for him, uh, but he seemed happy as a clam. He was very confident in, in his approach. So all of that was the best ever. And I'll definitely pass that along to him. And um, sometimes I enjoy a nice cut in front of him and and he respects it. He's just like, you know, it's just part of my karma not to eat meat in this life. I'm like, okay, but I got him on the eggs and uh, he's eating some raw cheese. And so at least he's getting a, some of that material in him, some of those nutrients and biotics and stuff like that. So that's epic. And yeah, definitely, man. I, I look forward to meeting you in the material. Um, yeah. We're down my way. Yeah, another, another excuse to come to Hawaii because Doug keeps asking me to come down and visit the pharmacy. And by the way, I'll link to his uh, my interview with him as well if you're listening in the show notes. So I got multiple excuses to come to Kauai. So I'll, I'll definitely be looking you up on my next trip down there. Perfect. Ben, it was, uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you, brother. Awesome. All right, folks. Well, I'm Ben Greenfield, along with Shervin Jaffrea, signing out from bengreenfieldlife.com slash Parasite Podcast. Have a fantastic week. More than ever these days, people like you and me need a fresh, entertaining, well-informed, and often outside-the-box approach to discovering the health and happiness and hope that we all crave. So I hope I've been able to do that for you on this episode today and if you liked it or if you love what i'm up to then please leave me a review on your preferred podcast listening channel wherever that might be and just find the ben greenfield life episode say something nice thanks so much means a lot In compliance with the FTC guidelines, please assume the following about links and posts on this site. Most of the links going to products are often affiliate links, of which I receive a small commission from sales of certain items. But the price is the same for you, and sometimes I even get to share a unique and somewhat significant discount with you. In some cases, I might also be an investor in a company I mention. I'm the founder, for example, of Keon LLC, the makers of Keon branded supplements and products, which I talk about quite a bit. Regardless of the relationship, if I post or talk about an affiliate link to a product, it is indeed something I personally use, support, and with full authenticity and transparency, recommend in good conscience. I personally vet each and every product that I talk about. My first priority is providing valuable information and resources to you that help you positively optimize your mind, body, and spirit. And I'll only ever link to products or resources, affiliate or otherwise, that fit within this purpose. So there's your fancy legal disclaimer.